Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We are your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today I am super excited because we have someone on today as our very special guest. She's done seven seasons of the regular challenge, two all-star seasons of the challenge. She is the queen of the tea one of my personal top three people that I've wanted to have on this podcast, the queen of forever petty, we have with us Jemmy today. Yay. Woo. I'm, I'm happy to be on an all girls challenge related pod. So like, I'm very excited to be here with y'all. I am so I, excited for this. We are all excited, but can I just add, We, you know, we just do it. We don't do a YouTube one, so nobody can see us, but you look incredible. Oh my God, thank you. My hair's wet. I just cut, took out all my extensions, so I'm back to the short hair life. I'm loving the short hair, but Marie you inspired look- it. Marie and Kayla both, because I had been wanting to take all my extensions out, and my hairstylist was like against it, and then Marie and Kayla both had the short hair, and I was like, I'm obsessed with both of these bitches' hair. My stylist is taking these extensions out, and it feels mm-hmm. nice to have them out. You are killing it. You look incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, another thing that I really wanted to say to get us started here was I really wanted to thank Allie for (laughs) helping you come on this podcast, um, bringing us all together. I'm so excited about that. And I just couldn't thank her enough. But she's actually here with us right now so she can say hello. Hi, Hi, Allie. How are y'all? We are Great. all very good. I think we're all oh in good gosh. moods and ready to talk some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see all of your faces. I haven't been, uh, I haven't had the pleasure of being on a podcast with you guys since I think I was covering for some maternity leave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a Thank lot of you. fun. I had a great time. <laughs> Thank you for asking me. Um yeah, you guys are such a fun group. So I got a little bit nosy, which I'm, I guess I'm known to do. But um, I texted Jemmy and I said, I have some suggestions for um, challenge podcasts for you. Um, and you guys were first on my list. So I'm really glad that this worked out. And then I just wanted to hop on and see Jemmy and say hi and tell her I love her. You look really good, Allie. <laughs> Thank you. you. Yeah, I know you've been Thank working you hard and it's showing. That's really sweet. Thank you. I could de- I can tell a difference. You look amazing. Thank you guys. I actually, um, I, I had gastric bypass, um, back in March and sort of like just shared that experience a little bit. And, um, it was quite brutal. Jemmy was there, uh, right alongside me most of the time, but, um, it was definitely an interesting experience. And I'm really glad that I, did it for myself and did the work and anybody who says that weight loss surgery is the easy way out can eat shit because it was not (laughs) easy. It was really hard. Um, but I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, my new kind of my new like lifestyle now. So it's, it's exciting. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, I was, uh, two months yesterday. So, um, feeling good, still on a really restricted diet. Um, and kind of just got my energy back. I I wasn't allowed to work out for six weeks. Like I could walk and stuff, but I couldn't lift anything. Um, so feeling really good now that I can actually work out and be active and, um, and start to really see some results. So thank you guys for asking. I did not mean for this to be 
come the Allie Evans show, I really just wanted to say hi to Jeremy. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you look good. So we, we needed to talk about it. Well, thank you guys. Okay, so I have some questions for you, Jemmy. And Allie, like, feel free to stay on as long as you'd like. Um, okay. we, all have, we all have some questions for you. But you just mentioned, to get us kicked off here, you mentioned that you have short hair now because of Kayla and Marie. Can we talk a little bit about Forever Petty? I know that you guys have done seasons together, but never as, like, a Forever Petty alliance. Is it an alliance? Is it just, like you girls came to be because of this how close are you still to them yeah I mean me and Marie have been best friends in real life since battle of the seasons like I will always say she was my first like best friend on the challenge her and I just clicked immediately her season of St. Thomas hadn't even aired yet so I knew nothing about her um you know a few times when I moved to New York Marie had a lot to play in my in my living in New York and then I when I met Kayla obviously hated her and did not like Kayla on Dirty 30. And it's one of those things that we eventually, like on Vendettas, when like Marie had left and Veronica had left and me and Kayla were just like, okay, a lot of our friends have left. Maybe we should get to know each other. And it's like, holy shit, we're a lot more alike than we realize, both being only children, dissimilar lifestyles, backgrounds. And ever since then, I've been really good friends with Kayla. I would say that, you know, she's one of my top challenge friends. Um, I think working with Kayla on season three of All Stars would have been a lot more interesting if I hadn't left. Um, so I always think that Kayla and I will work together on challenges. Marie and I, on the other hand, like even though we were super close in real life on Dirty 30, we had disagreements on Vendettas, we had disagreements. So Marie, it, it would always be interesting if we were all on a season together because as much as I love Marie in real life, her and I do not always see eye to eye in a challenge house. That answer just reminded me, Jemmy, I've met you before in Philly um, when it was you, Marie, and Kayla. Oh, that was that a shit event. show. Yes. It was so much fun. Philly's my favorite place to go to meet fans because, like, y'all people in Philly drink. But that was a shit show. Kayla was a mess. I was a mess. Marie was the messiest. She, well, yeah. You, when you said that about her and how it might be hard to get on, I remember she was like mad that day. Yeah. So that's I, what I, triggered the memory for me. <laughs> yeah, I love Marie in real life and like business Marie is like the baddest bitch I know. But like when you put Marie in a challenge house, like she's a whole different beast and that one's hard to tame. But that's, that's why she so makes funny. like the best TV. Yeah. Well, I have been known for whenever things pop up using hashtag forever petty because that's that's me to to the T. So I'm I'm all I'm all for it for sure. Yeah, I mean that all started like our shitty group chat got leaked because of Maria, of course. And I think <laughs> and I didn't even realize when she had leaked it because I had named it Forever Petty one day we were just joking. And then when she leaked the text messages, the name of the group chat leaked too. So that's kind of how it got started. That's so funny. Are of the alliances you have been in on the challenge? Which one is the favorite alliance that you've been in? I mean, it sucks, but I really liked where that Treehouse All Girls Alliance was going on All Stars 3 because I was perfectly placed because um, I still had John A in the other room. Me and Naya had an alliance that people didn't know about. Like, so it's just like I was so perfectly placed that I could I was going to be able to skate for a while. But then when push comes to shove, I would have had to make some decisions. 
And you're always like, what decision would I make? You know, if, if Kayla and Naya are both standing in front of me, who am I picking? If it comes down to John A or Veronica, I mean, you know, it, it gets complicated <laughs> when you have a lot of people that you do play the game with and trust. So that was hard to leave All-Stars 3 because I was very interested to see how I was going to be able to maneuver the alliances that I had created prior to coming into the house. Was that maybe one of your biggest challenge disappointments, would you say? I mean, it, it'll always be Final Reckoning. Like, fuck everyone on Final Reckoning. Like, Jenna and I, and like, I that, knew that was going to be your answer. As yeah, soon as you like said that, it, I was like, oh. It pisses me off to this day. Like, I still lose sleep over it. And I'm not the kind of person to lose sleep over shit about that <laughs> not being able to help her. Like, there were no rules. And I think if production could go back and they would have known that they were going to lose me and Jenna so soon... I think that they would have let him help. I just think that there was confusion of the first day challenge, confusion of what was going on. And yeah, a lot of bad decisions were made in the beginning of that season. That was an excellent, like that was such a good season to watch. Um, I really wish that you guys would have gone farther, obviously. But um, for me, that's one of my favorite seasons to watch on a binge. The way that they cut the episodes, not so much. I'm not a fan of that. But if you're going to binge a season, I think that that cast was. It's one of the last real cast, in my opinion. Such a good cast. And I think because Jenna's such so good at things, I'm the type of person, like, I love having a partner that's better than me. And I think because she's so good at things and she's so calm that it would have been a very interesting thing to see how well she pushed me to do better. Cause I am one of these people I perform better if my partner is really good. Which I think you proved on. Yeah. That's what I was going to say on rivals two with Camilla for sure. Yeah. I definitely am one of these people that like play to my competition and need to be motivated to actually do things. Well, didn't, um, and I could be wrong. Didn't production mess up or somebody mess up when it came to burying you? They did later. It has been said, like, people had said in production, it had been sprinkled around and rumors get back to cast members that something was wrong with my uh, coffin. And it's just one of those things, shit like this happens every time on challenges where one thing could be a little bit more fucked up. I was a little bit uh, deeper, too. I remember Zach and Nelson was like, she's so much deeper. So it was just one of those things that, like, bad luck and bad production. Bad luck for us, too, because we would have loved to have watched y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would have been fun to have, like, Kayla, I mean, not Kayla, but having Zach and Jenna in the house together to see how, you know, just, you know, you always think that in situations. But I do think that it was my biggest challenge regret, even though it technically was out of my hands. Yeah, I Zach think- usually handles being in the house with Jenna really well, so. <laughs> it would have um- been- it would have been great drama. Let's be real. Like, and, you know, on that note, I think that that I'm was. Gonna, I'm gonna log off because um, <laughs> I don't want to keep being shady. That, that it, it, the forever pettiness is for y'all. So thank you Love for letting you, me come Allie. on and say thank hi you. to you. Thank faces. you, Allie. Thank Love you. you guys. Have so much fun. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, girl. So um, just backtrack for a second. Sorry, we won't try to go like too long on each question. But um, how is your dad? He's good. Um. He's decided not to, because of his age and circumstances, he didn't even want to go through the process of trying to get on the lung transplant list. So he is just uh, making do with the lungs he has on oxygen. It's been a huge adjustment to him because my dad was like a workaholic who traveled a lot of the time. So like having to be at home and not doing shit, I think the mental part's been harder than the physical. But overall, I mean, it's, it's good. It's as good as it can be. Thank you for asking. Good.
good. Yeah, we talk about a lot of um kind of real life stuff or along with reality TV over here. So I love that. Great to talk to you about that stuff for yeah, sure. Yeah, no. It's important to like remember that reality TV stars are real people because I, you know, I'm a huge fan of all reality TV and I sometimes forget that they're real people too. So it is always good to to be reminded that these are normal humans that deal with bullshit just like everyone else. So speaking of you saying that you're a big fan of reality TV, what are some of the other shows that you're watching right now besides the channel? Oh God. Oh God, I'm a huge Bravo girly. Like Vanderpump Rules is one of my favorite reality shows ever. So obviously- We need to talk the, about that. We're going to talk about that. Deep into that. Gladly we'll talk about that. I'm a huge uh, Housewives girl, Summer House. So Bravo mainly, but truly I just love reality TV. I always have. Like I used to like always watch like Flavor of Love, all the love and hip hop shows. So VH1, Bravo, all, all reality TV networks. I watch the shows. We so I have never seen a season of The Housewives, and Michelle is the is your Bravo girl. I love it Bravo. I want to go BravoCon. I do too. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm upset. I live in New Jersey. I'm upset it's not in New York City anymore. I know it was so funny because I just became friends with all like the Bravo girly uh, like big fan accounts. So I was like, oh my god, if it's in New York, I'm definitely going, and I'll just hang out with them. Like I don't care. I'm a fan. But now it's in Vegas, and I'm not a big Vegas girl, so. Um, are you talking? I think the girl's name is Maggie. I saw her hanging out with Trishel. Yes, I love Maggie. I was out of town that weekend, and I was so annoyed. But she's like become like one of my like favorite humans. I like her account. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Her. I just follow her. Account. No, she's really cool. Like we've had like real life conversations. She's a real one. I need to start following her then because Michelle has got me to watch my first housewife season and I'm texting her every day with like, cause I'm watching the, o the OC, the first one, the original one. And I'm texting her every day with like, cause I'm obsessed with it now. And I'm just going to add that I was supposed to meet you in 2020. In, in 2020. I knew it was the original New Orleans, right? Yes. Yes. Right at right before COVID, I had the tickets. We, me and my husband had the flight. You and your husband were coming. I know. I'm so sad that we got canceled because Veronica yeah. was going to come. My mom was going to come. Like it was going to be like a legit fun one. I was I was so looking forward to getting to meet Trishel. We were so excited for that. Yeah. But. No, that was that was cool. a fucking bummer. I'm getting off track. But wait, can we? Okay, speaking of Bravo, Jemmy, I'm very curious. I've been hearing a lot of rumors of Real Housewives of New Orleans. I would love to see you on Bravo. <laughs> I mean, in a perfect world, Trishel's a housewife, and I'm her friend, the friend That's of. I don't know if I'm. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. The the rumors are rumoring, and you know, okay. to, there's Tamika and Reagan from Southern Charm who would really who want to do it. Honestly, I think the show, no shade to, to Mika or to Reagan or to any Southern Charms New Orleans fans, but the show got canceled and they were the leads. So I don't think that they can hold down a housewife show. I think it needs to be Trishel as the face and they can build the cast around Trishel because I promise you, Trishel has the people around her to provide the show. Like, and Trishel's a real fucking housewife. The bitch doesn't work. Her husband's the coolest human ever and she just fucking takes trips to places and like, drinks wine every day like the the show was made for women like Trishel 
I, she does so many theme parties. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's incredible. Yeah, and like, and she's the best because she invites me to like 90% of the stuff she does. And I'm like, Trisha, I'm tired. Like, I don't want to put on a costume. Like, I'm tired, bitch. Like, I don't have the energy. But no, this bitch is, she's always going, always going. So yeah, I think that if, if and when Real Housewives of New Orleans happens, it has to be based around Trishelle and not Reagan and not Tamika. And I live and die by those words. I didn't really like Reagan. I don't mind Tamika, but. I think, I mean, I'm okay with Tamika and Reagan being on the show because I don't think Trishelle and Reagan really, you know, mix waters very well. But I, yeah, so I, I definitely want them cast, but I want Trishelle to be, you know, the OG of it. I love, I love this. I love everything you just said. Just speaking it into Bravo existence. If you had to pick a favorite show, Bravo, any reality TV, not reality TV, what is your favorite show? I think maybe it's going to have to be Real Housewives of New York. Like the OG Real Housewives of New York. I mean, Vanderpump's up there. The Challenge is obviously up there because, you know, I was a fan of The Challenge before. But Real Housewives of New York is just like, it's it, those early seasons are special. So I think I would have to, to ride with New York. Um, I know this is kind of Michelle territory here, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyways. What is, what are your thoughts on Vanderpump Rules and everything <laughs> that has been going on? Absolutely. I have not, from the moment, and I'm doing a rewatch because this is I, like my third or fourth rewatch, but obviously after the scandal, you have to rewatch the whole series. And I know. I did the same, Jimmy. As soon as the scandal broke, I started you have with season to. One. So, so I had never watched before, um, and so they they made me start, and I'm on like season four. So I'm, I'm not so jealous that it's your first time watching. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So um, it's it's good. I, it's good for sure. I never liked Raquel from the beginning, but I'm a big firm believer of like girls that are that nice are not that nice. Like, no bitch, I'm sorry, no, nobody is that fucking nice. And that, so her whole act of like pageants and like, I want to help little disabled children. I was like, I don't buy a single bit of this from the beginning. But you know, you can't like go on Twitter and be like, fuck that nice girl. Because everyone's like, you're a bitch, you're a hater. You don't like her because she does pageants. I'm like, no, I don't like her because she fucking sucks. So I feel vindicated when people I don't like true colors show. So as much as I hate that it happened to happen, honestly, I don't even hate that it happened to Ariana because this is the best thing that could ever happen to her because Tom is a fucking loser. Yeah, thank but yeah, you. Team, been team Ariana from day one. I know sometimes in the early seasons, people don't like Ariana because of her moods and stuff. But as far as like a girl I would hang out with from Vanderpump, it would always be Ariana. And I think this is the best thing that's happened to her. Like when you let go of dead weight and shit, man, your life truly excels. That's yeah. So true. Okay. I got to ask you, though, do you like Kristen? Oh, yeah. I've been a Kristen Doty fan from day one. I mean, she's a psychopath, but, like, you need a good psychopath on every show. And, like, Kristen Doty getting her revenge, like, she's she's going to come. I mean, she's about to come back better than ever, too. Her uh -huh. Watch What Happened Lives was the highest rated one thus far. Yeah. She's definitely coming back next she's season. She's going to be on like, that villain show too, right? Yes, she's on. Yeah, she's on the show, the one with Dave Vaughn. Yeah, she's oh, on the, yeah, the, she's goat. On the goat okay. one. 
She should have been on the villain with Johnny and Jack, but whatever. We'll take her where we can get her. But yeah, no, Kristen, I think the comeback of Kristen is going to be beautiful to watch. I love well, that I you have... said Kristen Doty, because that's how you know you're a real Bravo <laughs> fan when you just call her Kristen Doty. Yeah, I'm a Doty, but yeah, yeah. It's like, oh God. And like rewatching it, I'm like, Kristen, yeah, she's crazy, but she's not that crazy. She was, she was right. Like, I felt the same. I felt the same on my re because I've loved her since day one too. Since yeah, when I first started watching the show, and you know that was so un such an unpopular opinion, right? But I was obsessed with her, and watching it back, I thought the same. I'm like, she's really not yeah, as nuts she's, as she's, people are yeah, making. She just looks great, yeah. And I thought I liked her because I'm like, you know, crazy bitches, you know, crazy recognize crazy. We got to stick together. And I'm rewatching. I'm like, we're, we're not that crazy. We just see her shit. So it's all about to, I think, happen tonight, right? Where they, it starts to come out on the episode yeah, tonight. And then next week's the finale. And uh, Ariana's going to be on Watch What Happened Live next week. Oh, appointment TV. Uh yeah, so those ratings are going to go through the roof. I love to see it. I love to see her and Kristen shining right now. Yeah. Yeah, the comeback's going to be good for them. And Tom Sandoval is going to get everything he deserves. Oh, for sure. Karma is definitely real. It's definitely something that I believe and in. And it will always find you. That's the thing. Like, karma will always find you, good or bad. It's going to catch you. You cannot outrun karma. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, so kind of switching topics a little bit here. You recently did an Instagram live. Oh, God, yeah. And you said some things. And okay, I... Second. I'm going to need more wine for this. <laughs> I was just thinking I might switch to an alcoholic drink now. <laughs> I'm having some rosé with jalapenos because that's my favorite. Oh. I love... I've never heard of that. Put the jalapenos in the rosé and it makes it a little spicy. Oh, I that's a good... I love spicy drink. Like, I always yeah, get, like, a spicy oh, margarita. You're going you're gonna to love this. Like, trust me. And you can freeze the jalapenos to make them even better. But trust me, this is the drink of the summer. Oh, I'll we'll have to this try is that. A hot I love that. That's a good tip. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the live. Because okay. I was a little drunky drunk, but... I a little bit. Drunk, Jimmy said... Okay, well, first, you, I want to touch on something that is a little more serious. You talked quite a bit about your Patreon. I mean, I say serious, but like not, not like challenge as much related. Yeah. What I, I used to be, I'll be completely honest. I used to be a Patreon of yours, but then you weren't really active yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I did drop off, but if you're making content again, then I definitely would rejoin. But what are your thoughts on Patreon? What made you bring that up? Um, why would you want to restart it? What would you want to do with it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I brought it up because Sebastian was here and anyone that's like was on my Patreon knows that Sebastian used to be the main one recording everything, editing, like, you know, he's like, cause I'm the person and y'all know this having a podcast. Most of the listeners know this, like you can, you just can't create content and press in like you have to you know it's a process mm -hmm. and I don't like the process part so it's not one of those things that I genuinely can do alone I can learn to do it but I, I know me as a person it's not how my mind works so I need someone that's gonna like do it with me 
Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it's convincing Sebastian to get back involved. And if not, finding the right person to do all the legwork. Um, but yeah, like Sebastian, his job is he has a full-time job and I get that. But it's just one of those things of figuring out, like, I personally need a, t- a team, essentially. Like, I just cannot do the technical stuff. Like, I don't care to. So, yeah, but with All-Star 4 coming, with everything I know about All-Star 4, the Patreon will be back. Like, everyone can just subscribe to the basic, you know, plan. Video- We're going to do videos every week. We're just in the process. If Sebastian is going to do it or if we're- he's going to train our friend Michael to do it. So, it's CBD of who's going to do it, but I'm definitely doing it. So did you, you had Instagram subscription for a while, didn't you? I did, but the fans kept being like, get Patreon back. Like people would message me and be like, we would rather pay for Patreon than Instagram subscription. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to obviously listen to y'all. So that's like, so that's when I was talking, am I going to do for all stars for Patreon or IG subscription and fans seem to like Patreon more. Interesting. I would have guessed it would yeah. be the other way around. I guess too. I really thought like, oh, I'll just do everything on Instagram, on IG. But like the people that I feel like are the are the bread and butter of this were all like heavy on pa- like Patreon favorite. And I was like, well, that's what works for y'all. And your videos are so professional. Like your they were so like well done and beautiful. Like. I also, I subscribe to Jarrell's and it's just him talking to the camera, which is cool and fine too. But yours are like, so I'm like, wow, these are professionally. Yeah, and I like, because that's what I love to do. Like in the day, I love sitting in that chair and I want it to look good. And I, like, I'm the person, one thing you need to know about me, if for something to do look good, I will pay people. Like I pay Sebastian very well. I like to pay the people around me because I just need it to look good because I want to sit in the chair and I want it to feel as real as possible if people are paying for it. So yeah, that's that. another part. Yeah. yeah, but definitely, like I said, with all the shit that I know that goes down on All Stars Four, and like no offense, no shade to anyone on All Stars Four, it's not none of them are going to be given the content and the information. So like somebody's going to have to do it, and I nominate myself. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Same. We nominate you too. Thank yeah. you. Unanimous <laughs> decision. So you had. I'm guessing that your source. Maybe is this next person that I'm going to talk about, and that is Veronica. One of my sources, absolutely, but I have many sources. (laughs) Well, you made a comment on your Instagram Live about Veronica and her Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Did not agree with her Mount Rushmore. What is your with, with Tori being on her Mount Rushmore? Absolutely not. What is your Mount Rushmore? How many people are on Mount Rushmore? Four or five? Four. Four. Okay. Veronica has to be there because hate or love Veronica, she is like, she is the female, like, she created the challenge and the female, like, the females, all of us pay homage to her. That's all I have to say. Number two, without a, like, a shadow of doubt, it's Cara. Being the story of how she started to where she is now, Winning vendettas, I think, solidified when you're the, the only challenger that wins. That's pretty fucking big. Yeah. And then this is where it gets confusing because we have Evelyn that I can throw in there. We have Coral that I really want to throw in there. We have Laurel. So it's just like, which, which direction do I want to go? So I think that Laurel has to be there. 
And then it comes down to Evelyn or Coral, and I'm making this decision strictly off of personal feelings, and it's Coral. Like, what? to me, the Mount Rushmore is, is yes, your talent and how good you are, and that's why, at the end of the day, Cara and Laurel are there. Mm-hmm. But to me, the two women that I grew up obsessing with and watching on the challenge and the two women that, to me, have created this whole shit is Coral and Veronica in their own and separate ways. What about yeah. the guys? Do you think the guys are as... I think that the guys are so easy to do. And it's just Darrell, Jordan, CT, Johnny. Wes, fuck, okay. So do you put Wes in instead of Darrell? Or whoever? Oh, man. It's gonna be, I mean, at the end of the day, hater love Johnny. He has to be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. He has to be there. I mean, everything, he's, he's done a, like, it, I don't, do not like to give this man credit. I don't like to give men credit. Johnny's done a lot outside of the challenge to help challengers. So at the end of the day, he is the like the face of the challenge. Hater love him. But then you have like Darrell who wants to yeah, oh fuck. Okay, I'm gonna go Johnny, Darrell, C T. Fuck. I Wes? Johnny, so Wes or Jordan? Jordan. It, it's gonna have to come down to Jordan or Wes and Wes, Wes, Wes. Abby's okay, voting Wes. I, I also <laughs> want to take CT off, and then I'll know people will kill me if I remove CT for. Okay, I love Darrell. I think he's gonna have to go to make room for Jordan because Wes has to be there. Like Wes, Johnny, and CT are kind of like, like I feel like they're on everybody's if we're speaking truthfully. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to Jordan or Darrell, and much as I love how Darrell used to play the game. Jordan plays the game better now. And Jordan's going to probably win a few more because of how he plays the game. Jordan is still early in his fucking career. If we are being let's serious. Just, let's just change the rules. There should be five people. Uh, let's yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I have no idea. Y'all could have told me there were five and I would have made five. <laughs> I don't really know who's on Mount Rushmore in general, to be honest. I was going to say, can anyone name who's on Mount Rushmore? If that Boston, was a trivia question. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. be in the water. I would I would be down. <laughs> That's funny. So you also said that you would choose yes as your ride or die. Why what or why yes? Absolutely. I think yes is just like one of those people that like I trust him completely when it comes to the challenge aspect of the game. And he trusts me completely when it comes to like the social strategy. So I just think like best case scenario, like him and I would truly be the true definition of ride or die. Like the way that we bonded on All Stars 1, it's just like true, like you're not going to fuck with yes in my presence. And I feel he has my back the same way. And I think that's just like the definition of what that season was supposed to be. How do you think you would have navigated with all of the people that were there that Tori, Casey, Bananas. I think about that. that. If me and Yes were on, came in hypothetically and was one of the people on that season, because you can't help to, when you watch a season, think about how you would play the game. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, I think that we would have went into a lot of eliminations and probably, you know, if we didn't win, we would have went home early because I would not have played the game that they were playing. No, like, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'll ever do a regular challenge again because they're so long and the cast are so shitty. 
But hypothetically, if I did a regular, like I'm not going to play the game that we're watching be played right now on, you know, the global one. The game that I hear being played in the USA to get challenged right now, the game that we've watched the past few seasons, I'm not playing that game. So I don't think I would do very well. <laughs> I've gone to a lot of eliminations. So I'd have to learn how to win one. Speaking of you going back on the regular challenge, do you think they're doing something special for season 40? If they are, would you go on it? And who would have to be there in order for you to be interested? No, absolutely. That's just one of those things that it's like, if it's 40 and it's something, if they do it half as big as they did 30, then you can't, you know, you say never say never, but there's always a, a circumstance. Um, it's we're almost like, there. We'll be there by the end of the year, probably early next year. Um, it's not, I mean, obviously, I always want Veronica there. But as far as who's there, like in a perfect world, Veronica and yes are there. Because if they're there, then I know that I have like real people in, in my in the house that I trust. But it's one of those things that doesn't matter because I can't name enough people that I like because there's still going to be just as many that I don't like. But yeah, I, I think just that didn't they know if there was someone who could get you there. That's like, okay, uh, this person's doing it, so I have to. I, I feel like if, if, yeah, if me and Yes had got that final call for Ride or Die, and he was like, I really want to do it, I think based on the theme and based on it being him, that I would have done it. Because in my mind, I think I would have had a good chance of making a final and possibly winning with Yes's apartment. So you just said if you would have gotten the final call, did you get a call? There were calls, but they, and like, and like, Short, uh, sorry, John A and MJ were supposed to go, but like things were just like so shuffled around. Like Jordan and Naya were supposed to go, but yeah, there was uh, there was a possibility that me and Yes were gonna go, and and I was like, I'll only go with him. And it was one of those like, if if we get the final call, I'll just have to suffer through the the six months of this filming because it's a long ass filming these days. Okay, so the last thing from your live that I want to talk to you about. Okay. Kind of we'll head in to talking about this season of the Challenge World Champions. And yeah. that is Jordan and Tori. You said oh. on your Instagram live that Jordan said that they were together during the Fessy situation when you guys were on All Stars 3. Yes. Uh-huh. So with that being said... What do you think about how they interacted on Rider Dies up through World Championship? Do you think it's fake? Do you think that they're mending something? Do you think they're going to get back together? What is going on here? I mean, who is like let's look at who Tori is as a person. She if you if we track back to when Tori was with Derek on Dirty 30, the moment he got eliminated, she was under Jordan. And then, so we do just a track record of who she is as a human. It's been very optimist, like, I'm, I'm opportunist, and I hate using that word to describe her. Because then if you like, you're a hater, it's like, it, the word fits. And she has been, played a very fake game. And it's worked for her. At the end of the day, she's getting cast. She's now a champ. Like, the way that she's played has been, it's, it's worked in her favor. But at the end of the day, her and Jordan both are fake as fuck. And I, and, and I would say this to Jordan's face, even though I do like Jordan as a person at times, he's calculated. Jordan knows mm -hmm. what the fuck he's doing. He knows on, on Ride or Dies, if him and, and Tori created a storyline, then it would could leap over into another season as we're watching it happen right now. So at the end of the day, 
I think they're both fake as fuck because if you cheated on me and we got all broken up and we're engaged and everything went down that he said went down and everyone on that fucking bus heard it, if all that went down, I would vote you in every elimination. I would not risk my own game. I think it's just calculated business moves on both of their behalf. Do you think that production was expecting them to get along on ride or dies or do you think that they were expecting jordan to go in and fuck shit up because that's what i I, thought i think again because like everything i said in that patreon video that i made was i still stand 10 toes down i i never told a lie when it comes to them um so i think yes from what production heard him say not just that day but multiple times in the all-star three house they were like, oh, we got to get this man back on the regular challenge. Like, he's talking all this shit about the new face of the challenge. Like, this is going to be such good TV. But again, I think that Jordan and Tori both are very calculated. I think they had conversations leading up to Ride or Die. And I think Jordan told her, you know, if we kind of work on this and try to be friends and take care of each other, that's a longer storyline than us being enemies. So I think they're playing the long game. So you don't think as as much as both of them have said and that they didn't know at all that Jordan was going to be on because it was such a last minute decision. You don't think that's true at all? That's fucking liars. They knew. Trust me. They knew. They knew. Gun to my head. All every dollar in my bank account. They knew, and they had calculated conversations leading up to it. Because that's unfortunately how a lot of the new people play the game with the calculated conversations instead of just going in here and focusing on this season and whatever you do to me this season. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, what's going to happen next season? What's going to happen next season? It's like, you, you can't play that way and, and make good TV. And people are so fucking over the Jordan and Tori storyline. That's mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. But, I'm like, yeah. but like I said, everything I I said, didn't even watch Ride or Die. I, I, it's not. It wasn't easy to watch. It wasn't easy to get through. I don't. I, I, like, I finished it. I don't even know if I finished it. Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, we're just entering I, a new era of tele, of reality TV. It's not just a challenge. It's like we're putting Instagram mm-hmm. people and social media people on TV, and it's like the casting on on reality TV is really shitty at the moment. Yeah. What would you do to change casting? I would stop casting the Vacation Alliance or whatever they call themselves for every challenge. Anissa needs a long fucking break. And that's my girl. Tori needs a long fucking break. Casey needs a long break. Like we cannot, I mean, Johnny needs, you know, I'm like, I'm even like Johnny Westy T, like, you know, Cara, like I think that everyone eventually needs a break and, mm-hmm. and those people are past due. Like it's time for eviction. I completely agree. I'm a firm believer in everybody Everybody needs a break, for sure. Yeah, I think you do two, three season max, at least take one season off. It's also for your mental health, because I've seen a lot of people lose their mind. Camilla. Mm-hmm. And I think that Cara was on the verge of it. And I know she was dealing with a lot of other shit with the poly stuff. But I think the break was the best thing that could happen to Cara. And so I think we're all excited to see her on All Stars 4. And I think that her taking that long break, I think she's going to come back and be better than ever. And she has a lot more seasons left in her. But I think that break was necessary for people not to start hating her. I I totally agree. I'm so excited for All-Stars 4. I almost wish that we didn't. We weren't talking about World Championship right now just because I want to talk about 
All Stars 4. Well, then after like uh, one or two episodes of All Star 4, I'll definitely come back on because there's a lot of shit that needs to be said. But like, you know, we don't obviously say things and spoil things. And but yeah, we'll definitely have to reconvene because that's going to be the good stuff. I was going to say, when Tina said that, that was a hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be good. So speaking of this season of the challenge, we start off with these Argentina, UK, um, USA, and Australia teams. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think about this format? What do you think about them bringing in non-champs, Nelson, Kellyanne, Theo, Naya? Did they belong to be there? What What are your thoughts on the format of this season? At first, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if they should be there. But then after it started airing, you're like, well, thank God Kelly is here because she's the whole fucking show. But that's yeah. just a real, a real world girly is always going to provide the content. Like, real world girls are the most entertaining part of the challenge. I live and die by that. Um, I mean, obviously, when I say real world, road rules too. But, you know, the OGs, the original real world road rule girls. So at first I was like, eh, why are they there? But it's like, it, whatever. None of these themes and formats really make sense. The first episode, I wasn't sure if I was going to like watching all those new people because I didn't watch any of those shows. But overall, I like the, the matchings that we've gotten. I, I feel like this season is way better than Ride or Die. Yeah, I completely agree. Way better, yeah. And I think some of the international people like really brought that. I think like... I'm I'm personally like a big Kiki fan. I'm so glad oh, that I would die for Kiki. I want her on season 39. Like she needs to be on the main show. If she's not on the main show, I will be so so disappointed. Yeah. I love Kiki. I love how she plays the games. We've said this multiple times in our podcast, but Kellyanne and Kiki really made this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Absolutely. yeah. No, y'all got to see, I love the side of Kellyanne. It's like who she really is. She's like unhinged in the best way. But no, I, and like when the Kellyanne and John A situation was going on, obviously they're both two of my really good friends. I was team Kellyanne completely. I did not like the way John A was playing the game. Oh, that's interesting. I, I saw that you tweeted about that, and... Yeah, and I, like, checked both of them, obviously, separately, but I'm like, Kellyanne, like, I cannot... If you would have told me watching the episode I was going to be on your side over John A's, I wouldn't have believed it. And I did the same thing to John A. Like, this, this is not how I taught you to play the game. How did you teach her how to play the game? I mean, like, I know. Like, people always say, I'm never, like, I'm trying to take credit for John A's wins, and, like, and, and when I ever say that, people are like, you didn't teach her how to play, but John A will tell you, like... When we came back for All-Stars 1, she had not played the game in years. John A. had never played a strategic political game. John A. had, like, shot herself in the foot so many times in the past. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, John A., like, I have always thought that you had it in you to win this shit. Like, so on All-Stars 1, I was like, will you just, like, trust me and, like, make the moves that I make? And obviously it benefited me to have her in the alliance. But it was just one of those things, I think, as we just, like, navigated All-Star 1, like, something just clicked with her. And she was like, oh, if I get my hands a little dirty and play a little dirty, I might could actually win. And then, bam, the bitch did it back to back. Johnny, there's... I did not like like it on on how she played on the global one. Do you think that's because she kind of adhered a little bit to that Vacation Alliance? It was... Yeah, I think that, I think, again, I think Johnny... 
is a genuine good person. And I think that she kind of let Casey and Tori get in her ear and Kellyanne was in another ear and Kellyanne again can be a little unhinged in the best way. So like in John A's mind, she's like, maybe Kellyanne's the crazy one when it was really just Tori and Casey, I think kind of manipulating the situation. So yeah, I wish someone else had been there to be like, Johnny, snap out of this. These, This is the competition, not Kellyanne. And Kellyanne, don't get me wrong, it's her competition, but like, Tori and Casey have won before. Kellyanne hasn't. You always fear the winners because they know what it takes in a final. Say and that. I don't think Kellyanne would have ever turned on Janae, but no. Tori and Casey would have been a split second. Kelly, Kellyanne, like, is the type of person, I mean, she's Gun with how like type person Kellyanne is. She fucking takes in a dog every day. She's the mm. definition of like loyalty. Like Kellyanne w- was never gonna turn on John A. And if Kellyanne really fucks with you, she's never gonna. T- she'll like sword herself before she swords you. But John A. just got clouded by the new game bullshit. Yeah, she, I know she had said on on um I can't remember what podcast, but maybe the official challenge podcast. I don't know. I listened to her somewhere, and she had said that. She wished she had watched Ride or Dies before going into this because she wasn't aware of the way that they were playing. Yeah, and that's like one of those things, like, I, and I mean, I could have the messages. I remember, like, texting John A and being like, whatever you do, do not trust Tori. But John A being the person she is, she was like, no, she's a sweet person. Like, she wrote a children's book. And I'm like, John A, think about all the times in the past that you got fucked over. Mm-hmm. And I wish John A's partner hadn't got injured because I would have loved to see how John A navigated this shit when it like really got serious with them and how she would have played the game. I want to know if like Kellyanne or maybe Naya, two of the people who aren't previous champs, weren't cast, but you were cast instead. Who would you have wanted as your partner this season? And how do you think you would have navigated the game? I think I would have actually liked to have Kellyanne's partner. I okay, think that he's very, like, level-headed and, like, he would have kept me calm. I think I would have liked to have him. Um, and, obviously, I would have, like, not played the game that they're playing. All this cellmate bullshit, all this, like, story being like, I don't want to hurt my friends. I would be like, this is a fucking TV show. Like, at the end of the day, we're creating a TV show. This is reality TV. Like, this is not your vacation alliance. This is not summer camp. I just don't think I would do very well on the new seasons because I would put a target on my back so easily. So I think they would probably just vote me in because they didn't like me, which is fair. So does that mean that you're a fan of the way that Sarah and Danny are playing the game? Bitch, if you would have told me I would like that little police officer <laughs> before the, the show started, I would have been like, you're a fucking liar. I was so happy she wasn't partnered with Yes, and then I'm watching the episode today, and I'm like... Fuck, I wish she was partnered with Yes. And I know I probably would not agree with some of her, her lifestyle choices and her and I probably would butt heads in real life. But I, when I'm watching the bitch on TV, I like her. But I was genuinely shocked, and this is not me. I mean, maybe. I, I didn't know she had a husband and a kid. Oh, I, yeah. I thought that, you know, I thought she's with yeah. the other team. I was, when they saw her husband today, I was about to fell off the couch, y'all. I was like, who is this man? Yeah, I get I saw and like I don't mean that a bad way because like lesbians no. are my favorite people. I thought she was like, you know, on the fun team. <laughs> Abby Abby and I were staunch sta- we hated Sarah, but now we're like her number yeah. one fans. <laughs> hey, like I, I, I want to apologize because I commented on one of the challenge pages 
thank God, yes, it was that hot bitch. And I'm like, I kind of wish he was with the cop bitch. No, <laughs> Jimmy, it is just, it is just blowing my mind because pretty much everything you have said, either Christina, Michelle, or myself, have said the same thing. Like, we are so on the same wavelength. I'm saying that just have the same mindset. <laughs> yes. Everything you're saying, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah, and I like um, yes, his partner Emily's a little messy bitch, but oh, she got into some shit. If she would have played that game different, if, if yes would have had a voice and not let her play that game, she played the game petty and it got her at the end. She should have played more strategic. But she is kind of a big hater in a little bit. She hates the fact that Kiki won over her. Mm-hmm. That the Olympian side of her is coming out. Like I think that people that like are that dedicated to their craft are like kind of babies in a certain way. We've seen it with like Lolo Jones. Like I feel like, yeah. yeah, I feel like people that are that good and have focused that much on shit, they're fucking babies. Like when she was crying, I was like, yeah, I know, I was like, she and was when they sobbing. Rang that bell again, I was dying when Casey and Troy hit that bell again yeah. to fuck with her. I was like, you kind of deserve it, sis. But you're great TV. But I also, from the beginning, and a few episodes in the very beginning, like I'm half paying attention. But I remember she's like, yeah, I cheated on my boyfriend on the last challenge and now I live with the new boy and I was like oh this bitch is dirty you should watch I don't recommend any of the spinoffs except for Australia it was you know, so good it was good. I fell in love with Troy this episode so now I will watch for him and Kiki because I fell in love with him this episode yes I will say about Kiki there's this scene that I just moment of the year for me she's in the final and she's doing the um stationary bike thing and she uh-huh. and she asks production for scissors and while she's still riding the bike she cuts off her g-string and, and throws it over her oh my god stop i thought you were gonna say she cut off her extensions because they were like too hot or heavy <laughs> no her also- I mean, she like gets it off like without like taking her pants off and everything she literally just cuts it off and like throws it behind her I need to know why she wore a G string to the final. No, but she clearly immediately. Well, actually, I I think it's because actually they they went just like this this what happened at the end of this episode. They went straight from the last elimination into the final. So I I think she just she had time to take the panties off. She just didn't know better at the time. Yeah, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. But like maybe I well, just to the to the challenge. I'm never like bringing cute underwear to the challenge. Good for her. Yeah, no, she's she's I clean think in my funny eyes. What you said about Italy, because as soon as I watched the episode and she was eliminated, I tweeted. I said, next time she plays, maybe jealousy should not be her strategy. And that's so true because that's exactly what it was. She was for Emily. So that she was getting, she fucked herself in the end. Because if she had played that game with Tori and Kiki, they could have had the numbers at the end. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and, and this is my issue mm-hmm. with yes. And this is my issue with yes is he's so like pro women and such a good human. He was like, if this is important to you, I'll ride with you. Like, if, if, this, if this matters to you, where any other part of like, fuck you, we're not playing for your past drama. Like, we're playing for this game. Which is, but like, Yes, it's so like that's such good of a human. He's like, if this really matters to you, then then I'll, I'll go down with you. 
Yeah, I think I thought it was interesting how how the alliances really formed as far as like Team Australia, like being um, kangaroo court at the beginning of the season to just like completely disbanding like mid season way too early on for that to happen. And again, you know, I don't know Emily as a person. I don't know how smart she is. If she was smart, she would have played that game with Troy and Kiki the whole time. Yeah. Took them to the final with her and then beat them in the final and been like, I got y'all in this one. Like, it's more, it's better to beat someone in a final than eliminate them from the game. She just played with, you know, you play with your heart and your emotions and you get fucked. And I don't think that it was just that Kiki won that final. I mean, I think that's part of it for sure. But also Kiki's the one who eliminated her on their season. Okay, did not realize that. So it's just like a lot, a lot of big, like a big, big hate energy was coming from her. And that's fine because it made great TV. Mm-hmm. Like her going after Kiki and Troy when they said she should have been aligned with them, like made a great, like made great TV. So I'm a fan of her coming back for any show because she's petty and she's fucking crazy. Like she was crying, y'all. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, has the bitch never lost? Like, I mean, yeah. it looks like she hadn't. It really looks yeah, like she got it. Like people that are like that competitive in like competitive sports and stuff, they're just their screws missing. And also, let's just also say like Casey and Troy beating Emily and Yes in Hall Brawl. That's fell in love with Troy this episode. Like that he's a fuck he's great. Bring him back and give him more airtime. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I know Emily's bigger than Casey, but if Casey did not beat her the fans would have talked a lot of shit because Casey's a little football person, right? Yes, <laughs> football yeah. Player. Yeah, and it's like, Casey, you're on this show to beat people because you don't bring anything else to the table. Okay, so this is, I, I doubt that this kind of thing is like in your guys' contracts, but one of the first things that I thought when I saw Yes was going into Hall Brawl was like, is this against his contract? Can Yes even go into Hall Brawl? What is going on right now? <laughs> it should now? be. It should be. No, you technically can't be like, I'm not going to participate in anything. I mean, to be really real with y'all, and I, I don't care, I'll say this, and like, if people want to talk shit, like, here's just something else to talk shit about. I don't know now that I'm older. I haven't had to do a height challenge in a lot of years. I got eliminated right before on uh, season four, right before the heights challenge or season three of all stars, right before the heights challenge. I don't mind heights over water. I trust the fall in water, bungee cords and all those cords and hanging over buildings. Yeah. I probably would have told TJ to like suck a dick. Like I'm not doing this shit and you can call me a quitter. Like I'm about to be 35 years old. TJ's not going to hurt me with his words. I don't know if I would do a heights over a building challenge at my big old age. And maybe if I had a partner, but if I, if I was doing it alone at like on all stars three, it was an alone one. Absolutely not with a partner, depending on the partner, but I would have, I'll say, no, I'm not doing a heights over building challenge anymore. That's not how I want to die. You would pull a Durrell. Oh yeah. And the funny thing is like, as soon as, Darrell got home, he texted me and he was like, as soon as you left, it was one of those challenges and I didn't have you there. Thank God I had Beth. But I was like, because I told Darrell the whole time, I know we're going to have a hype challenge in Panama. We had one on Battle of the Exes too. And I was like, I'm not doing that shit. And everyone's like, you're capping, you're going to do it. I'm like, old fucking night, I'm not doing this shit. Absolutely fucking not. Like, I'm not doing it. And I wouldn't have done it, especially for a math problem. I'm not going to solve that shit. 
What do you think are some of your challenge weaknesses and strengths? Um, I, I'm not good at like math and puzzles when you're like getting like time when it's pressure. Yeah. I don't like the prep. Like I'm like, it's so weird because I've killed standardized testing, but like the pressure, I think it's the pressure of like everyone watching you and TJ talking. So I just think that, and obviously like heights and with me, it's again, depends on the day. One day I could really be in the mood and like ready to do something. And the next day I can't, like, I don't have that like beast or dog in me that a lot of people have to like turn it on no matter what. Like I gotta be in the mood to go do some shit. Yeah. And that's just who I am as a person. And that's why I think I do better at challenges. And I really, if I do another all stars, like I pray to God, it's a partner challenge. Cause I do better when I have someone counting on me. That makes that, a lot of sense. That's just my mind, how my mind works. It's like, if it's just me out there, like I don't really give a shit. And that's a fucked up way to think. But it's just who I am mentally. But if it's someone else, like even there were times I hated Camilla as a partner. I was like, I'm not gonna let her down because she wants this more than anybody. Right. And that's why I always say, and even watching him today, I'm like, he's a fucking piece of shit. I want to be partnered with Jordan. He's yeah. The boy version of Camilla. Like I think that with Jordan, people would see a whole version of me that they've never seen because I apparently handle psychopaths very well. <laughs> so that's your strength. That's a good strength. Yeah, but what's your strength? <laughs> Crazy people motivate me. But the way he was talking to Taz today, I was like, this motherfucker. I would have been like, okay, Jordan, we can go on elimination and I'm going to sit my ass down and not do it. So I hope you can do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was- Like, I swear to God, I would have been like, you you put us in there. I will not do anything. I will sit down. Mm-hmm. I don't like, it's the principle at this point. Yeah, I definitely did not like the way that he was talking to Kaz. And, and the thing is, like, Jordan tries to pretend like he's changed. He's not. And, and I, like, again, there are times I really like Jordan. So, like, it sounds like I'm shitting on him. I genuinely like Jordan at times, which is so fucked up considering that past. But, like, shut the fuck up. Why are you speaking to her like that? And Theo's big ass was sitting right there and let Jordan talk crazy to, to her. It's like, be a man. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all are your exes but y'all spent a part of your life together y'all were all in love and instagram like be a man and tell jordan to shut the fuck up 100 mm-hmm. yeah, agree yeah so the way he was speaking and, and the way theo was not speaking had me hot i was like what, like, what again, is reality tv men are trash that's a, a, another hill i'll die on like don't date men on reality tv so one thing that i was really impressed with this episode though was Kaz talking to Jordan, pulling him aside, standing up for herself and like telling him that she felt like he was being condescending and she thought that she was being devalued in the partnership. And I really appreciated her standing up for herself like that because I feel like not that many people have stood up to Jordan in that way. Yeah, because like standing up to Jordan kind of feels like like talking to a brick wall. It's kind of like, what's the point? So I was proud of her too. And I think that she was able to do it so well because she hadn't seen him on other shows or dealt with him before. So she was giving him the benefit of the doubt. And But I was proud of her too because I kind of like always had like a low-key girl crush on her. Like I followed her on Instagram for years. Like when her and Theo got together, I think it's when I first saw her. I was like, this girl's so cute and cool. So I'm a cast fan. She's kind of boring. She's not that entertaining, but she's decent in entertainment. And Jordan as a partner has made her more entertaining. 
but I was proud of her for not just allowing him to walk all over her because she could have just been like, you know what, he's going to get me to the final. That's all that matters. But she's like, no, I have a voice and I'm going to use it. As far as some of the alliances and um, deals that have been made this season, last week we saw um, Jordan and Kaz making the deal with Yes and Emily about not winning the next daily challenge. Um, how do you feel about the way everything has like really been playing out this season as far as the alliances and the deals that are being made are concerned? I enjoy strategy and like shit like that when it's interesting. I did not understand why as soon as TJ was like, if you win this, you click, you earn your ticket to the final. I would have looked at yes and Emily and would have been like, deal off. Like, it's over. Like, at this point, the game is over and we're, and we're playing to make a final. So I don't understand why Jordan was so hell-bent on keeping that deal. I guess Jordan's thinking long-term, like, if I fuck them over now and then there's, a like, a grenade or something in the final, they're going to throw it at us. But it was weird to me that Jordan kept that promise when TJ said this is the last challenge, winner gets to the – to the final especially, i would have been like deal off fuck y'all i don't give fuck everybody especially because they could have won like easily they did could have like, won that. yeah like that was so strange to me um i don't like the way and again not to like the tori and danny dynamic has been really interesting because i like the way danny wants to play the game so watching mm-hmm. him and tori play two different ways um, but yeah, I like the way Sarah and Danny play. I like the way Kiki plays. I like the way Emily plays. So to me, some of the newer people have brought more entertainment in playing the game than Jordan and Johnny and Tori and even like Yes has been involved and Wes was involved in wanting to play a very boring, Casey obviously, a very boring basic game. It's like, no, let's like, let's move some pieces and see what happens. Like, it's just, again, they're thinking about future seasons and not just this game they're playing now. But the and way – yeah, I completely agree. Because the fact that they're playing for future seasons is why we have uh, Johnny with seven championships. We have, yeah. uh, um, you know, like CT with four. I think Jordan yeah. has three, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah. I mean – But regardless, like, it's just – the reason that that keeps happening is because of the way that they're playing the game. No, I totally agree. And it's just, again, though, it's casting's job to switch this shit up. Mm-hmm. If you let these fools just, you know, run around in a hamster's wheel, they're going to do it. Why not? They're getting good money to fucking be in a hamster's wheel. It's casting's job to do better. So I hold them more accountable than I hold Corey and Jordan and Johnny and Anissa and whoever else that have just been playing a very boring game the past few years, because they're collecting checks. It's casting's problem and it's production's problem. True. Very true. And they all can take a break. Agreed. Um, okay, so you originally wanted to come on this podcast to talk about this season of The Challenge. What what other thoughts, like, in general do you have? Like, what did you want to talk about? Obviously, I just wanted to first put, like, I, I've enjoyed the season, and I have not enjoyed a season in a while. So I just right. wanted to come on here and, like, first and foremost talk about, I do think that the right new people make the show better. So it's not about, like, it's not the new people that are their problem. 
Um, also kind of like, I was obsessed the way Kellyanne played the game. And I love that again, it was a real world girly kind of like being the star of the show. And I just think that that proves that there needs to be more real world girls on every season. Like the fact that Ashley Mitchell is not on this season does not sit right with my soul. The right that Kara is not on this season does not sit right with my soul. Um, and again, like it's just frustration with casting. And like, I can only imagine how the fans feel because I feel it. So yeah, I think that with me, I was just like, fuck, like this season has so much potential. And if we keep Kiki and Emily and, you know, some of these new people in the mix, the next few seasons have potential. But I, you know, I feel like 39 is going to be Tori and Anissa and Casey and Nani and Essie and, you know, Devin. It's just like, I'm bored with these people. Enough's Very enough. Hard. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully CT's back. I don't know, like, what's going on with his court case. And but he's been, he's been, he seems so much happier now that that is underway. I mean, you, you, you cut off the dead weight in, in any relationship. In this situation, I do think the, the woman was the dead weight. Yeah, I think that he hasn't been himself for years. And we saw it on the wedding special. None of this is new. Like, everyone knows that his family does not like her. Anyone that was at that wedding would tell you the, the energy was off. We saw the way she spoke to Cara about Cara going to the bachelor party. Like, that girl was um, bad energy. Like, that's all I can say. Like, and I, it's not defending CT. It's like, at the end of the day, she was bad energy. Yeah, I definitely um, agree with that. And I think that, like, with CT, it really shows in not just, like, some of his Instagram posts and, like, saying that he's okay, but reminiscing on DM and, like, really kind of, like, opening up to his fans, even going to Challenge Mania events and interacting with people. I mean, it just seems like he's a completely different person now. And, yeah, I agree with you. I I would be very happy to have him back. I think there are two things here. The first one is a little dark and sad. I don't think he ever properly mourned DM when she passed. I don't think he had the tools and the mentality – you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a tough guy. And, like, mourning and grief is a very hard to deal with. And I think because of what he went through with his brother and then with Diem, I don't think that he ever mourned her properly. And I think because of that, he was searching for something. And he, um, he unfortunately found it in the wrong person. Mm-hmm. So now that he's free from that relationship, I think he's going to properly, you know, be able to mourn the things that he's lost with Diem. And I would love for him to come back on a new season because we're going to get a fresh CT. He had to like watch the things he said and did because he knew he had like a something at home that would be a problem if he got out of line. So I would love to see CT unchained. I think I think we all would, honestly. Yeah. And you, you said it best when he said he's totally day. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean like he, the real CT again. Yeah. Like, yeah. CT on Rivals 2 was one of my favorite people. And like, and then on like Dirty 30, it's like that him and her were together. Then you're like, oh, I've seen a different version of you. So I just think that if he came back, he would be so happy and so fun. That I mean, fans are already obsessed with him. I can only imagine if they saw like the new and improved Happy CC. Yeah, totally agree. Are there any other people that you are, would be excited to see back next season? On like, on the regular challenge? Yeah. I mean, honestly, just switch it up a little. Like, I do want Cara back on a regular challenge. 
Mm-hmm. I think Kellyanne's earned her stripes to come on a regular challenge. Like she should be back. Um, yep. So I think that the best thing for production to do is to take a little of the, the global cast people, whoever, you know, thrived and survived on All Stars 4, take a little of them and really just like mess it in there with um with the the regulars that they're going to cast like i want them if they're going to cast the vacation alliance to stack people that are, they know for a fact they're going to go against them i think that's the least the production can do the very fucking least the minimal i f- really feel like they tried to do that on rider dies it just completely backfired on them with kayla going out before Nani even got there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. imagine if Kayla was still in the house with Nani, Veronica, um, if, if I think one of the biggest mess- missteps was having those three teams come in after. I agree. I agree. And if Naya had been there with Jordan instead of fucking Anissa. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, my favorite thing is, like, the only clips they have of Jordan and Anissa interacting are on Dirty 30. <laughs> when they hated each other um yes yeah, so i just unfortunately too like that happens in production like all star three losing me and tina the same day like mm-hmm. if you, you try to control the controllables but you never know what this where this game is going to take you and like as much as they want to produce this is a type of show you really can't produce because you never know what's going to happen yeah but i would have i would have changed this last elimination with all them going to stalemate I would have made all of them come down and it would have been a group elimination. Awesome. That would have been great. Y'all, y'all want to try to control this game? Come come down now and let's play for real. Like, yeah, that's like, one thing production I would have done. Y'all all y'all y'all all wanna say each other's net your own name? You wanna come in? Come in. And they all would have fucking went in. Well, and especially we just saw that on 38 with the um Casey and Kenny versus Mariah and Fessy. Like when they right. got back into the game, they just did that. They could do easily yeah. do that again. And it, it, it's easily to change eliminations. They, I like it so hard. They could have easily figured out a group elimination and put all those fucking losers in there for voting. Because I am not going to say my own fucking name. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to burn a vote. I'm not going to say my own name out of the principle and like integrity of the strategic and political part of this game. I'm you're not I would never sit there and be like I vote myself in let's see what happens no never doing that yeah as far as this last season or season um episode of the challenge how it was as a whole who Uh was your MVP and who was your LVP we do fantasy sorry I love that okay you said okay you do a fantasy go ahead sorry yeah no we do a fantasy league and um some of the custom scoring points that I just, I like to contribute to the person who put so much work into um, creating this league that it's like literally a dollar for custom scoring. So if I can just do like something small to help support him, I love to do it. So we do like MVP, LVP. If you have an honorable mention, we have categories for that too. Um, And then at the end of the season, our winner um, gets to choose something um, from somebody who is is a challenger and has a small business. So, like, for example, if somebody wanted to, the winner wanted to pick something from your swimwear line, they could do that as their prize. 
first of all, this is like the coolest concept ever. Like I love, and I love when like challenge fans have all these like games going on with the season. I think that's so fun. And y'all like the challenge fans do, in my opinion, so much more than the marketing social media teams do. Like y'all should really be running shit because this is such a good idea. So most valuable player, I cannot believe I'm saying this name. If you would have told me before the episode that I would pick Troy to be the most valuable player, I would not have expected it. But his confession was cracking me up today. He was talking his shit. And he was like, Emily, and yes, y'all want to say our names? Y'all come down here. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, today it clicked to me. I was like, oh, shit. I see why he's a challenge champ. Like, it did not make sense to me, to be very honest with you. I am going to watch, watch Australia, so hopefully I eat these words. But watching him all season, but he did, like, today he showed some shit, and I think he's going to kill that final. I will also tell you that one of the most impressive things about Troy is in his Australia season, he had a very Derek and Joss elimination that he won. And it ended the same way as as this last episode did with right after he had the Derek Joss elimination, he went right into the final and then won the thing. Okay. Okay. I am going to now watch the Australia season. Y'all have convinced me. But yeah, I just loved his energy today. And like looking back, there were other moments that I'm like, he was, but today he just won me over. Like I'm officially a Troy fan. My least valuable player is going to be Jordan for not winning today when he could have won. The way he spoke to Cavs, him trying to manipulate and play the whole game. At the end of the day, him and Troy are number ones and she didn't even know half the moves he was making. Like mm-hmm. today, I almost felt sorry for Tori because she didn't even know what the fuck was going on with her number one. So to me, it's just Jordan. And I and I get that Jordan has a plan and whatever. And like, I understand that Jordan's a smart guy. But today, I just didn't agree with the moves he made. So kind of for similar reasons, I gave Tori my LVP because she had I no idea. I thought you were going to say MVP, and I was just going <laughs> to click off. I was just going to be like, I don't know where this went left, but I'm out. Okay. No, but because she had no idea what was going on with Jordan, she did not want a stalemate. She could have easily said yes in Emily's name, and they would have gone into elimination. It was just like if he's if Jordan's not going to do give you the courtesy of like telling you about this deal that he has, then why are you giving him the courtesy to stalemate? Like I just. I think she's a good choice. I just felt like if I said her, people were like, oh, you can retain on her. So I'm glad you said it and not me. Yeah. And then my oh, MVP. No. We have picked her plenty of times. I was going to say, we pick her. For LVP. We knew y'all were my people. We are we're yeah. people. Like, we, are, we are almost a We Hate Tory podcast. Sorry. Well, but. well, that's probably why the universe brought me here. And I, I do think like, I do think that she navigated down for y'all. Like not like off camera one day, we'll just have to have a little fun zoom. Yeah. Where like when I tell you some things that I know, like again, stuff that I won't say out of respect, but like we'll have a little real girls chat and when I connect some pieces to y'all, y'all are gonna be like, What the fuck? But we'll catch it. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. That's a little private. Christina is like salivating right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love all the tea. I got, I got some good tea that, you know, I have enough respect to keep private, but we'll have to have that discussion. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Christina, if I need to know anything, I'm going to Christina. She she is the 
the T girl. Christina, what's your astrology side? I'm a Scorpio. Ah, uh, makes sense. Scorpio bitches love information. <laughs> they are some messy bitches. As a, as a Leo, I love it, but that makes sense. Michelle's a Scorpio too. Yeah. I mean, I love Scorpio. Kayla's a Scorpio. Like, I love Scorpio bitches. Abby, what are you? Sorry, and then we'll get back. How do you feel about Gemini's? Oh, I love Gemini women, hate Gemini men. Yeah. Good, me too. My ex-husband was a Gemini. Yeah, night, may he rest in peace, was a Gemini and turned me off from Gemini men. So women, yes, and bye. Okay, most valuable player. Okay, so my most valuable player was Kaz for standing up to Jordan. I I love your reasoning, and I love that you gave it to two girls, because I... I like that. Okay. Approved. Abby, did you watch this episode yet? She froze. Yeah, I watched oh, it she earlier froze. today. You did? Who was your MVP and your LVP? Am I still frozen? No, you're okay. No, you're okay, okay, so y'all aren't going to like it. But my <laughs> LVP was Emily. Okay. Um, And then my MVP was Troy, too, because I just... I thought he finally got his payback because his country yes. just worked on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was, he was funny today, too. Like, I was like, I want to hang out with him. And I hope he kicks ass this final. I think he's going to do well. I, like, and it makes sense. Like, y'all, y'all said he won the elimination and went in the final. I think that momentum is going to be good for him and Casey. Awesome. Michelle, if you had to pick an MVP and an LVP, who do you think it would be? Okay, so based on this conversation and everything Jemmy said, I'm picking Sarah the Cop as the MVP. Yeah, I haven't okay. watched the episode, but yeah. we're picking Sarah the Cop as the MVP. Yeah, no, she gets her shit off. And she was doing some little narrating today, like something was on the screen. I was like, who the fuck voice is that? And it was hers. No, she, I, I'm okay with this answer, actually. It's a good answer. Okay. Um, and then who do we have left for LVP? I can't, I pick Tori every episode. <laughs> I, I might have to, I might, you guys said Jordan was berating Kaz and just, yeah. I'm going to pick Jordan. Actually, yeah. I think I'm going to, I'm going to pick, yeah, Jordan. We'll go with Jordan. I think okay. that's a good choice because he just, not, nothing he did today made sense to me. And okay. usually I'm like, he might be a piece of shit. He might be an asshole, but like, I usually agree with him strategically, but the way he was playing the game today, I was just like, what is, this man is fucking, he's out of his mind. Like. The ego the size of fucking Mount Rushmore. Which is why he's Forehead. on Mount Rushmore. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so do we have any last final thoughts on the challenge before we move on to a little bit of um I think we're gonna end with some word association. Okay, wait, I do have one question for you, Christina. You had mentioned that I was one of your, like, top three guests mm-hmm. with the other two people. Amanda and Kayla. Okay, okay. Just needed to know. I like those choices. Yeah, okay. I love well, Amanda. I'm a huge Amanda fan. Her and I have never really, like, could play the game together. But as far as, like, personalities, Amanda and I are, like, she's someone I would hang out with in real life. I can see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love Amanda. I mean, I know that she is... I mean, she's only done one podcast ever, so I know that she'll never actually come on. But um, I did dress up as Kayla for Halloween one year, the year you guys were filming All-Stars 3. 
I was really cheering on her win, trying to manifest I love that. it. I love that. <laughs> I mean, when I laughed, I thought Kayla was going to, I thought Kayla had a good chance of taking it home. I did tell Kayla, I was like, you're not going to win if John A's in that final. So like, as much as I love John A, like you need, if you want to win, you need to get John A out. And I kind of told John A the same thing about Kayla. I was like, Kayla was your biggest competition and, and it mm-hmm. proved to be true. Yeah, no, I, um, I would definitely talk to Kayla. The only thing is Kayla does not watch the show. So y'all have to just talk about old shit. But I'll definitely let her know if she's in a podcast mood or vibe that you bitches or who she needs to come to. Yes, I would love that. Hey. I've talked to her a little bit on Twitter just because when yeah. I was um when I dressed up as her. Um no, she was no. gone, obviously, but Sam like loved it and showed her when she yeah, got back. No, and, and them being together makes me so happy because like when I met Sam on X on the Peak, he was my best mm-hmm. friend in the house. And like he's one of my favorite people. And I hate that he did got the, the what happened to them on the challenge. Because mm-hmm. I said this multiple times in the X on the Peak house. Like, Sam has the potential to be like a West type of challenger. Very smart, very strategic, and good at things. So I hope that Kayla, or and especially Sam, get another chance. Okay, so we have, with our word association, okay. we have 10 names for you and five couples. One of the okay. couples is Kayla and Sam. So we'll just okay. start there. Deal. So what do you think about like, Kayla and Sam? You just want me to give you my, like, r- like one word about Kayla and Sam? Or, like, a couple words, but yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that it's a legit, authentic relationship. I, like, I think that there's a lid for every pot, and that's, the like, they're the lid to each other's pot or whatever the fucking saying is. I think it's yeah. the real deal. It's a real fucking deal. And I'm so happy they found each other. That's awesome. I love to hear that. I, I like them both a lot, too. No, they're so. like, they're like, you know, like you, you don't know if people are generally happy that post on social media and like, they're, you know, like Instagram or reality TV relationship. I take most of them with a grain of salt. I can say that they're the real deal and they genuinely fucking like each other. That's, I love that. Yeah. And it makes me happy that she that they found each other because she deserved that and he deserves that. Um, Michelle and Abby, do you guys just want to um kind of go back and forth with the names that we have here? Yeah. Do you want to keep going with the couples or the names? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do the couples first. Okay, Zach and Jenna. <laughs> Y'all seen that video? Oh my god! I, I was not gonna be messy. So I'm just scrolling TikTok because I'm a TikTok girly. And it's Zach and Jenna doing an interview, and Zach says he don't change no diapers, and people on TikTok are freaking out, like, what's wrong with this couple? And I'm like, and then the challenge fans were in the comments, like, y'all have no idea how bad this is. Um, <laughs> uh, um, disastrous. Um, you know what, though? You, you, you know what you're signing up for in life, and, and I think that as women, we have to start taking more accountability. If you sign up to be in a shitty relationship, you're going to have a shitty relationship. And she has a bunch of siblings, so I guess she's going to be used to taking care of a bunch of kids by herself. She has five so Godspeed, oh, wow. good luck. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I have nothing nice to say about them because Jenna is a, Rock, is, a, is a Raquel or Rachel or whatever we're calling her. Like, good girls are not really that good is all I would Ooh. say. <laughs> 
Why is that like okay. the worst thing you can call someone right now? Over <laughs> okay. I've been anti-good girls, like the people that put off that persona, and I'm not wrong, and that's all I'll say. Speaking of Zach and Jenna, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but I have said for years now that it doesn't make sense to me, and I don't understand why were you not partnered with Zach and Amanda wasn't partnered with Jenna on Final Reckoning? That has never made any sense to me. I was technically supposed to be with Jordan. But uh-huh. he ended up not doing the season last minute. And I think that they thought that, to be honest with you, that Jenna and I had the best chance together and Zach and Amanda had the best chance together. So I do think they were kind of orchestrating like best case scenarios for both of us. And we kind of got fucked. Um, but yeah, so essentially I was supposed to be with Jordan. Jenna was not supposed to be on. It was supposed to be Amanda and Zach. And then when Jordan dropped out last minute, they brought Jenna interesting okay i've yeah. always i've always thought that and it would make more sense I thought it was either gonna be if when it wasn't jordan it was jenna because it was the end of the trilogy and everything that happened with me and jordan and me and jenna at the beginning of the trilogy they just thought that made sense but yeah gotcha yeah i, I used to to be honest with you like months ago and years ago when i would be like beefing with zach and jenna i felt bad for her a little bit but then i realized as women as humans we have to like we are who we date we are who we marry and I and she knows the type of man he is and chose to be with him. He's not hiding it all behind the curtain. She sees the truth and she chose to be there. So whatever happens in that relationship, she signed up for. Okay, next couple. Okay, Kara and Polly. Kara. Kara. Kara and Polly. <laughs> I did not see them lasting this long um i had did not expect them to last as long so i will say it kind of like i think whatever their situation is it works for them and i i'm okay with car and polly coming back as a couple on tv because we'll use the drama we'll take the drama but again i think that whatever works for their relationship works for them and I am genuinely shocked that they lasted this long, but like good for them because a lot of us talk shit and they're still fighting the good fight. I know. I mean, I don't, know what, they do in, I don't know what they do in their free time and what their relationship looks like, but as long as they're both okay with it, I'm okay with it. So yeah, I'll eat my words in like 2018 when I thought that he was just using her to be on TV because she stopped getting calls because of him probably and he stayed. So yeah, I'll... I'll leave, I talked a lot of shit and I was wrong, so good for them. Hopefully they don't break up tomorrow because that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I like endorse yeah. them and they immediately break up. That'd be some shit. Well, I think they were they were just at a, a Challenge Mania event together over the weekend. And from what I heard, everything seemed good to go. So Yeah, I mean, she went and did a show, you know, he's you know, they I I think they're the real deal. I think that all of us are wrong. I still think the foundation of a relationship starts when the foundation, the relationship starts on cheating. The foundation's a little rocky, but I guess you don't need a solid foundation to have a house. I don't know. Okay, so next couple is Cam and Leroy. Oh my God, I would die for Cam and Leroy. I was team Cam and Leroy on vendettas. I remember looking, you know, Leroy and I are very close. I remember looking this man in the eye and being like, this girl loves you and like this is the best thing that's ever gonna happen to you and like 
the fact that they just built a foundation and like friendship because Leroy's never really probably been friends with a girl he's been with. It's always just been like hookups and shit. Oh my God, she's the best thing that ever happened to him and he deserves it and she deserves it and their baby's fucking cute. So no, cute. They're, the, they're just, again, like Kayla and Sam, like good things, like, you know, people can meet on TV and like, or meet through like the DMs and be real. And like the Cam and Leroy thing, I was there to see it on Vendetta's. And their foundation of friendship is like what a relationship should be built on. Yeah. Obsessed. Love Good. them. I, I, I could them. literally gush about them for hours because like she's exactly what Leroy needed. And I don't want to be like a, a woman can change a man, but like sometimes a woman can make a man be who he's supposed to be, and that's what she's done. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah, like yeah. they're perfect. I in my they're opinion, the they're deal. perfect they're for the each other. Again, I like I said, I saw it all starred and in, in, in like I know what they've been through, and they're the real deal. They're like oh, makes me happy. Okay, um, so our last couple on the list, Christina, you added is Nicole and Laurel. Oh my god, I thought it was gonna. I thought you was gonna be lesbians. I thought it was gonna be Casey and Nani. Nicole and Laurel. <laughs> <sighs> Christina threw me a curveball at the last minute on that I one. accidentally okay. had Zach and Jenna twice. This is, a good one. this is a good one. Laurel and Nicole, I think, is something that we need to shelf until we get a few episodes into All Stars 4. Okay. But okay. all I will say is, and I can say this, I was on X on the Peak with yes. both of these bitches. I saw the way that Nicole treated Laurel. Mm-hmm. And from what I'm hearing on All Stars 4, and I love Laurel, but like, you know what? Let's just shelf it until we see a few episodes. But we'll co- let's, let's come back to that conversation because I think that could be a whole entire podcast. <laughs> from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing oh. there are conversations that are going to be had. And I hope to God on All Stars 4, they have some of that X on the peak footage to use. Because if Nicole or anybody did to me what she did to Laurel, I would be out to get them for the rest of my life. I don't even like Nicole anymore because of what she did to Laurel. But I guess Laurel doesn't care. But fuck Nicole. Do you think, I always thought it was weird, but I'm assuming it's just because they went out episode one. But I thought it was super weird. They didn't mention X on the Peak very much at all during Ride or Dies, considering Laurel, Jack, and Sam... I think it was because it went out too, they went out too soon if that had been one more episode it would have been a conversation i think it's just again the editing in the epi- first episode is so hard to get so yeah no i was so excited for my like peak people i was so excited yeah that's so disappointing that that didn't yeah. come to fruition no, I agree. okay I agree. So, so we have all of our couples down now we okay. have some people to talk to you about and i'll keep it shorter with the people i just got really excited about most of the couples understandable understandable um okay okay. veronica the queen like honestly veronica's like my sister my best friend like so thankful like this this challenge has brought me like good things and veronica's the top of that list like the way that she like takes care of me is like very like big sister little sister and i'm just like so thankful that our our paths finally crossed I love that. You could definitely you. tell you guys have a genuine relationship. It's really, it's really cool. I know she's the best. And like she even told me, like on Dirty 30, that's the first time we met. I've been very vocal. I was a Veronica fan. 
And she was like, you know, when night passed, because he passed on her birthday, she was like, I wanted to reach out to you, but like, I didn't want to make it weird. So I think like the universe and the higher powers were conspiracy, like, you know, they were forming the, the energy for us to finally meet. And Dirty 30 was like a challenge she almost didn't do, I almost didn't do. And like, thank God we both did it. She's like, the best thing the challenge has given me. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, next on the list is Jordan. We kind of talked him. about him a lot, but go ahead anyway. I hate him. I love him. I want to be partners with him. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. I like, love that. Like, you, you know, you don't have to like a person to win some money with them. But yeah, I do like Jordan <laughs> at times. And I think Jordan has a lot of potential. I think Jordan needs a lot of therapy, but God knows we all do. Uh, well, we kind of already talked about her too, but she's one of my all-time favorites. So Marie. Oh God, Marie's the fucking best. Again, though, like one of my like real like real life best friends, and like Marie just feels like she's a, like she's one of my favorite humans. Like I love her family. I don't think we're ever gonna see her on a show again, but like I'm excited for the things Marie's doing. She's like the baddest bitch I know when it comes to actual real life jobs and she's killing it right now. And I've always told Marie, you can make way more money doing what you're doing than being on a show. And I think she's happy and she's content and that's all that matters. You but think I, love, she's I love to hear that she's thriving. Yes. She's so good. That makes she's you so happy. Good. Yeah. Do you like, think she would do an all-star season since it's shorter? I don't think we'll see Marie on TV again, to be honest with you. And I think it's what's best for her. I think Marie thrives in her business life. And I think, you know, when you start mixing things, it gets complicated. So as much as I would love to see her on TV, I don't think we're going to see it. That's sad. I love Marie. Yeah, I know. And I wish we could have played. Yeah, I just, my gut tells me she's not going to give up everything she has going on right now for TV. And I respect that because why give up? long-term good things for a short-term gratification true very true yeah. okay so our next name i'm not really sure how he got on the list that's okay <laughs> he did <laughs> and that is tony what are your thoughts on tony oh my god i love that he's on the list because i mean i'm very close with tony's wife and real uh, you know girlfriend fiance wife. i call her his wife Alyssa. i'm very close with Alyssa in real life um I think that Tony has stepped Could away from the show. Could they be on your housewife show? It's funny. They live in Hammond. If they lived in New Orleans, they could. If they live too far away. I guess you could call me in a trip, but that's a good, that's a good. Um, no, I've seen Tony so hard. Like, if, if fans knew behind the scenes how hard Tony was fighting for custody of his child and the things that he was really doing as a father and as a man, and that's why we haven't seen him on a lot of shows, he gets every call. He just says no because he's, you know, he's at, at fighting custody battles and not even fighting with the mother, fighting with the grandparents, which we've all kind of seen shit play out in the, recently in the news with Madison. Um, no, Tony is the type of person that, like, you really watch someone grow up and change. Mm -hmm. And he really became the man he's supposed to be. And I think his daughters and Alyssa had a lot to do with that. That's so sweet. I love to hear that, especially I know. Um, hi, gosh, Madison, I think I can't remember her name yeah. is yeah, going Madison. through some stuff right now. I've seen. I mean, long story short, 
Tony has been fighting custody for years against the grandparents, not even against Madison. Like, and he has done everything he can, but different states and the grandparents have a lot of money. And like, I think the challenge fans really just need to send Madison good vibes because she's going through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tony has stepped away and has not done shows because he's chosen to be a father and like do the right things as a father. When he could easily be like, you know what? I don't want to fucking deal with this. I'll just get her every other weekend. I'm going to go to shows and make all this money. He's like, no, I'm going to work my regular job and go to court, you know, every fucking chance I get to get my daughter. So like, hater love Tony. He's a good fucking father. I love so much to hear that. That's, that's great. I think we talked about in the past that Tony is also just an awesome reality TV person mm-hmm. he's, he's so genuine his, his, his fucking debut on the challenge is one of my favorite challenge debuts ever his brother mm-hmm. had him his fucking gay brother had him in a chokehold his very small gay brother had this big ass man in a chokehold amazing like, yeah I, tony hopefully once like it all gets figured out he can like come back for every mm-hmm. other all-star season because i'm here for him being on my screen whenever he can be yeah. Um, the next person we also touched on before, but Trishelle. Uh, let's just manifest Bravo for her. Like, Trishelle is the yes. living definition of a housewife. She's the living definition of a reality TV star. So in my mind, it's a no-brainer. And, you know, but it's all, you, it's, you never know what's going to happen with Bravo. That's all I'll say. But I will say to everyone listening to this that wants Trishelle on Bravo, I have been pushing it so hard. Like I like will send, I've been like sending emails to Bravo on her behalf because she doesn't want to deal with it. And I'm like, bitch, I'll deal with it. Like <laughs> I, got, I got time to email today. You might have to go to a party. I have time, like laptop phone. Oh, yeah, so with every power behind me, I am working very hard to get Rochelle on Housewives. I can't wait. No, it's gonna, she, she's a star. She's already a star, you know, like we all know yeah, that. For sure. Okay, so our next name is Davon. Oh my god, I love Davon. I don't want her on the challenge. I want Davon on bigger and better things. She's like, on the go. She's on the go. But I know Davon wants to be an actress. I want Davon in movies. Like I think she has the the per like the skills to be a legit actress. As much as I enjoy her on the challenge and enjoy her commentary, I want her in Devon for too. Up the challenge podcast. I want those bitches doing bigger and better things because they both deserve it and they both are good enough to do it. I agree. And I Davon is gonna kill the goat. I cannot wait for her confessionals. Oh, I can't wait for that show. That cast is yeah, yeah. It's that. Dot I mean Chris and Doty and fucking Davon, what more could you want in life? I know, but I'm just so like when I saw him, I'm like, please have them get along and be. I have to have two of my favorites. Here's the thing. They're either going to be best friends or the best enemies. And it's yeah. there's going to be no in between. Yep. Do you I watch Bachelor at all? I do watch The Bachelor. I keep up with it more on, to be honest with you, on social media than the episodes. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a reality TV psychopath. Like, <laughs> I need it all injected in my veins. Like, any reality TV news, I'm on top of it like it's fucking important. Because it is to me. I'm excited to see Taisha on that show with them. Taisha's my favorite. 
uh, bachelor, like new new era bachelorette girly. Yeah, same. I love her, so I'm really excited to I mean, see that. She's like supposedly dating Luke from Summer House. I did see that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Maybe. they were like Lindsay posted a photo and they were kind of booed up, and then Lindsay had to recut it. I mean, Tayshia loves a, a, a pretty white man, so good for her. That should be yeah. That should be such a good show. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, I love no, Tisha. Let's talk about it. Like we'll like maybe it'll air around All Stars, so we can just like that talk would about be it nice. Time. I have okay. good news. Kristen Doty is following Devon Rogers on Instagram. That's good this news. Is- <laughs> good yes. news. Got it. Great news. Abby's gonna be very happy. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love this like breaking news. That's so funny, Abby. Do you want to go ahead with the next name? Yeah, another one we've already touched on, but yes. The best man on reality TV I know. Like, I love him. I love his wife. Like, I love everything he stands for. My mom hates the, like, hates the show. The only people from the show, my mom obviously watched All Stars 1. The only people from the show she's ever liked is Yes and Veronica and Marie. She thinks Marie's crazy, but she also thinks I'm crazy. Yes and Veronica are my mom's two favorite people always been veronica she's been veronica's biggest fan from all from dirty 30. she's obsessed with yes she named her dog after yes so my mom has a dog named yes it's the cutest thing yeah so my mom who hates reality tv loves yes and veronica and when i explained to her that they were on the original first show she loved it i'm like maybe you should watch it and she's like well i don't care that much but she loves them that's awesome i love that yeah yeah Good, good, good man. If, if men were half the men, he, like man he was, we'd be living a way better life. Uh, who do we have next? Um, Sylvia. Sylvia. Oh my God, Sylvia's a bad bitch. Sylvia's going to win a challenge. Put Sylvia on yes. one or two more seasons and Sylvia's going to fucking win. And Sylvia's just one of my favorite humans to hang out with. Like, in a challenge house, like, I'm sipping wine with Veronica in a corner or, like, Sylvia in a corner. One of my favorite humans just to be around. Because I'm, like, weird. I don't sometimes like to be one-on-one with people because I'm, like, I don't have anything to say to you. But Sylvia is one of those bitches that I could hang out with 24-7. I love that. I love Sylvia so much. And I think that she and got... going to win. She's going to win. Just give her the chance. Get, she put her in one more final. final reckoning. Yeah. She did win final reckoning, but that's a whole different conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She learned her lesson. Next time she'll say she'll steal the money because she did win Final Reckoning. Okay, so here's a name that we've talked about quite a bit, but I want you to really tell us your full thoughts on this person. And that is Tori. Okay, at the end of the day, like, I did not like her from Dirty 30. I did not. Like, the way that she allowed... Jordan to get away with the things he said to me, the way that she allowed Camilla to get away with the way that things that she said to Leroy when she was in an interrelational relationship. I think the proof is in the pudding when it comes to Tori on Dirty 30. And I think everything she's done since then all leads back to that. Again, like how I, she, she's one of these girls that when you're blonde and you're pretty, you can get away with a lot of things. Um, I, the vibes are off. And if you agree with me, you're right. And if you disagree with me, you can tell me I'm right when it all comes out eventually because it all comes to fucking life. But yeah, the proof is in the pudding on Dirty 30. What did she do? 
when Jordan was acting a fucking fool. Nothing. She was actually cheating on Derek with him. What did she do when Camilla acted a fucking fool? Threw her a baby shower a few years later. Remained friends with her. She's just one of those people that's going to use the people that she needs to get where she needs to go. And it's working for her. But again, what we said earlier, karma comes around and it goes around. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And my gut tells me she's not a good person and my gut's usually not wrong. So again, we'll see. it'll all come to light one day. For sure. Okay, we have one last person. Abby, do you want to? Okay. Well, can I throw somebody else in? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. I need to do another one of my favorites. Um, Ashley. Okay. Ashley. Oh, my God. Ashley Mitchell. Oh, my God. I, again, me and Ashley have not really done a show together. Dirty 30, meh, Final Reckoning. I left before she got there. But I'm a huge fan of Ashley as a competitor and as, as a person. I love Ashley Mitchell. I think she's what reality TV is about. And I think that she provides the drama and the fucking competition. Like she, I'm just sick that we haven't seen her. And I don't care that what she said to Josh, I'm sorry. If Jordan gets away with what he said to me, if Camilla got away with what she said to Leroy, Ashley deserves a pass too. We don't expect our reality TV stars to be perfect people. And I'm okay. I, and I was okay with Jordan still being on the show. I didn't want Jordan banned. It's reality TV. People are shitty on reality TV. We mm -hmm. have to just let it be okay. And I don't think what's happening to Ashley is fair or makes sense right now. Yeah. But if no, she but comes let's back, keep it like, if someone's going to get banned, like, let's keep it equal along all lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, with, like, and the girls we can't, can't pick and choose. Like, D, too. I mean, granted, I did not like what D said to Bailey and Swaggy. But, like, D also should be back on if Jordan's back on. I agree. Yeah, There's no consistency. This. Like, I love Nia as a person. She was banned for a period of time. Now she's back. Like, the only person that shouldn't be brought back is Camilla. is because she endangered production. And it's like, but the rest of these bitches, put the, put the idiots on TV. It's TV. It's reality TV. Shane yeah. was Vanderpump Rules. Bring Jax back. Bring all of them back. It's like, we can't expect reality TV stars to be good people. Then the TV gets boring. We have to watch them and take them for what they are. We're not raising your children. I so, agree with the unpopular opinion of bringing Jax back. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yes, especially in a time when they got, like, I'm, and I'm okay with giving people a break or two, but, like, Jax needs to be back on my TV, and Ashley Mitchell needs to be back on my fucking TV. Yeah. Okay, so last person for you, and that is one of my favorites, Amanda. Great fucking TV. Great. And I do think Amanda, Amanda has the potential to win a challenge. I just think mm -hmm. that she has a lot against her because of her mouth. But that's what makes her great TV. I always, always root for Amanda when she's on a challenge. And I would love to do it. You know what? When you talk about 40 and like, a, you know what? I'm going to answer that question. Someone that I would love to do a challenge with, Amanda and Ashley. I would love to play the game with them and throw in Shane to make it, and Shane and Veronica to make it really fun. Yeah. Like I would love for me and Veronica to work with the Lavender Ladies and to see what happens. So basically what I got from that word association is that you love all the same people we love. Yeah. I know. I mean, I 
Like, yes. Like there's people I have not liked that I enjoy watching on TV. So I'm very good at disassociating being a challenge member and just being a challenge fan. And yeah, I mean, I like the cool people. Facts are facts. I love that. Okay, so do you have any final thoughts before we end here? Anything? Um, I, I, I just appreciate y'all doing a challenge podcast. Like I said earlier, I think that the fans make this show feel enjoyable. And I think the community that y'all have created and we see it like Challenge Mania and stuff. Like, I love going to Challenge Mania and meeting the fans and just like interacting. Because it's like, wait, like, yeah, I'm on a TV show and you're a fan of a show, but like, we would be friends in real life. So I just love like meeting people at events and being able just to like come here and talk shit with y'all. So thank you for having me and thank you for doing what y'all do. And that's for all challenge podcasts. Like I fucking think y'all putting the time and the effort to keep this show alive is what kept the show alive. Thanks. I mean, I really appreciate that. I, I love podcasting with these girls. It's so much fun for me. I just, I love getting together with them every week and just talking about reality TV. We talk a lot about the challenge, but we talk about other shows too. And it's just so much fun for me. I, I just, I don't know. I really enjoy it. Good. And I like that it's an all girl thing. Cause like, that's fucking fun. Like fr friends coming together and talking shit about shows <laughs> and then sharing it with friends. Like, no, I, I fucking love it. Well, it's been a blast. We're, we've done a little bit over a year, but what about, is there anything you want actually, to actually, Actually, um, just so you know, Abby, our one year isn't quite yet. I looked earlier today because I knew it was close, and I was like, maybe maybe I'll publish this on the day. It? May 16th, so a little no. less than a week away. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so congrats for making it a year. That's a big deal. Thanks. Yeah. And yeah. I, like I said, well, I would love to come back, you know, a few episodes into All Stars 4. We can get our shit off because we have to talk about how JG MTV somehow got fucking cast on All Stars 4. <laughs> Why didn't we talk about <laughs> Jake? Because they had that shit. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to just do a breakdown. Maybe we'll do a breakdown of the cast, whatever y'all want, but I'll definitely come back. And it's not plugging anything, you know, no, not really. I'm going to, like I said, do the Patreon videos. I just have to figure it out. But like I said, it's just going to, I'm going to do all stars because I genuinely care about it. And I want to start making TikToks talking about reality TV. But again, I'm lazy. But if I start making TikToks, I'll let y'all know. Yes, I would love like, that. That's what I want to do. Because like, I like, just like, I, this is so fun to me. At the end of the day, I'm on reality TV. I love reality TV. So let's talk about reality TV. I love it. And thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you for giving you our time and being here. Um, as we said, like you're one of the people that I wanted on the most because I knew that you would bring it. I thank knew that you. you would spill the tea. I just, I love it so much. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, I'll come back for All Star 4. And more importantly, we'll schedule a girls night with Allie and I'll give you all the stuff that we can't talk about. Okay, Perfect. sounds great. Yeah, thank you so much. So much fun. Yes, I can't wait. Ladies, and just let me know when you put it out so I can share it everywhere. I definitely yeah. will. And thank you everyone okay. so much for tuning in. We will see you soon.